and welcome to Game & Watch with Aaron and James, the podcast where we talk about games we've been gaming and movies and TV shows we have been watching. I'm Aaron, joined by my co-host. James, how are you all doing? How are you doing, Aaron? Oh, how I'm very traveled. Is that a feeling? Can you feel traveled? Yeah, you absolutely can. I've, I, I just came back from Denver and I feel traveled. Okay, yeah. But that's Denver. nothing compared to you. You've been on a journey. I, yeah. Would you say it's been a journey? I suppose I would. Um, yeah. I mean, you I would know Guatemala better than me. <laughs> yeah. I, I live in Guatemala now. Um, so I moved here with my husband. Um, we got married before we moved and, um, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, we quit our jobs and moved down here and we're, we're looking to get remote jobs. Cost of living is super low. Everything is beautiful here. I've been going swimming every day in our community pool um, I'm just, yeah, I'm living the life. I brought my kitty cats with me. Um, so all is good. Congratulations to you both. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so um, we've been on a hiatus. Yeah, a bit of a hiatus because of because of my move. And I know you've had stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, we're 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 starting to get back into it. We have a couple delays. So our apologies for that. Um, Certain PlayStation 4s and microphones may be waylaid in boxes on the ocean. We don't know. Yeah. Um, Yes, they were taken by pirates. (laughs) Oh, my. Don't even say that. What if my box stuff is taken (laughs) by pirates? I mean, that'd be pretty. To record. Would you. Would you be more satisfied with that uh, being told that than like, oh, yeah, like they were just lost? Would you at least like to know that pirates were enjoying them? I would rather two things. One, pirates steal them and enjoy them. Um, Or two, the ship goes down and my copy of Elden Ring and my PlayStation 4 like remain in a deep watery trench for all time. (laughs) I would like either of those. (laughs) Well, I hope neither of those happen. But if one has to happen, I hope you get your wish. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. That's very thoughtful of you. Um, So Um, we decided to do a a quick special episode. We'll maybe do a couple, maybe one or two more, maybe, uh, before we get back into our episode we had planned before you moved. Yeah, let's not run into anything that we don't have to. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like you should, you, should, you should just say it now. You should just tease. You're, um, you're, you've teased it. Uh, you might as well say stop, what you've got planned. Stop pressing my buttons, James. <laughs> Um, we may do a special episode in the future on run buttons. Should they exist or not? Um, a hot, hot question. And no, no sarcasm behind that because you brought this up to me. I, maybe it was just yesterday. Uh, and I, it was immediately like, I, we had to do it. We have to do it. Uh, not an episode I would have ever thought in a million years for a, a, like a topic. But, but it's pretty, once you start thinking about it, the thoughts don't stop. No, they just come flooding in and they don't stop. They really do. Um, but we're going to do something somewhat related to that today. We want to, you know, again, these are going to be like kind of quick bite-sized special episodes. And we thought we would talk a little bit about our favorite, our top three favorite game controllers and our top three least favorite game controllers. You got a top three, you got a bottom three. 
yeah, it's weird to call him the top three least favorite. Uh, I don't know. But obviously, we have not played every game game system that exists. I don't know what's on your list. You don't know what's on my list. But I'm just going to say what's not on my list is that, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to, I've seen plenty of controllers that look horrible, but if I haven't actually played a system with them, I'm not going to comment on it. It's not going to be on my list. These are all controllers yeah. that I have personally used. And Ditto. if not, maybe just a couple times. And also I am, I personally did not include some of those third party versions of controllers like mad cats and shit like that. No. Cause they're all terrible. Okay. <laughs> Essentially. I didn't know if you made like, cause maybe they've made some pretty bad products. And I guess, I guess these are questions that really only come into play in terms of like the least favorites, because there's a lot of, I don't know there's a lot of bad controllers out there. I probably haven't played with most of them. Um, but I, I, I hope that I can, um, I'm hoping that I have like a pick for in my least favorites that shocks you and makes you upset. Interesting. I Cause think it just I'll, make for better conversation. <laughs> that's true. I like, like you'll say the Xbox 360 controller worst of all time <laughs> and we'll get into a very heated fight. And we'll stop the podcast. I mean, I'm really hoping that we do have a fight about the. <laughs> I just want, I don't know. I just kind of pictured myself saying something and then you just coming out like you were, you wanted to like stop, like hit pause on the record so you can just like yell at me offline and explain how right. shocked you are and appalled at my, right. my opinion. But I just don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think it is. Um, but um, I'd like to think, and, and there's a couple that I'm going to, I, I might, try to cheat and group a couple uh I, I or i'm not going to initially but i'm gonna try to weasel my way into doing it when i start explaining my picks fair enough um should we should we uh cease the foreplay and just dive into the main course what do you want to start with so i was thinking we could do uh third bottom third top second bottom second top first oh, yeah. bottom first top. yeah okay uh that sounds good to me so Number three, least favorite. Yes, uh, I can start. Yeah. Uh, this was inspired. Uh, this whole episode kind of was inspired because as I was moving, um, I knew I wouldn't have internet connection in many places, um, like, you know, on the plane and different spots in Guatemala. So I was like, I want to have something on my phone that I can play, um, and, you know, when I don't have an internet connection, I can't check the news, I can't text people, etc. So I downloaded the pixel remaster of Final Fantasy IV, um, which is $18, which is outrageous. And I'm oh my sick God. in the head. I'm sick in the head because I played that game on like every format it's come out on. Um, but it's a very good game to me um, and very simple. And so uh, I've been playing it. And there are parts of the game that are optimized very well um, for cell phones. Um, and there are parts that are not. And so for my number three bottom controller, I'm going to say any joystick, uh, any attempt at making joystick controls on a 2D surface. Um, So my most obvious example is a joystick, uh, you know, 2D joystick on a cell phone game. Um, But they have existed in other formats. Like I believe that was an option for um, Super Mario uh, 64 uh, DS. Um, And there have been several other attempts at doing that. And they never work. Um, they always feel weird. Your finger never feels like it's in the right position um, because 
the right position is, feels no different, um, at least on keyboards, the A and the S have little bumps on them. Um, so yeah, horrible. What do you think about uh, 2D joysticks? I love that pick. I wish it I had it on mine. I'm not going to change my list, um, but I think that I didn't even consider that and it would definitely change my list. Um, it'd it, probably it be number never, two or three on my list. It's a complete necessary evil um, for playing something like, you know, play, like a game that's adapted for cell phones. But um, I've seen it on games that were designed for cell phones and it baffles me that they couldn't think of a better control scheme than that. Yeah. I, and it's funny because I played um, probably the only game I've actually tolerated having those types of controls for, which was Among Us. I re- recently played Among Us on my phone, um, and that's it, not that bad. Um, but generally, I, com- I completely agree with you. It's horrible. Yeah, it never feels good. The only thing it feels is not that bad sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Well, tell me your bottom number three. Before I do that, do you want to use? Do you want to? Do you have an honorable mention for for a bad one that has that didn't make your list that was on the cusp? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say the Switch controller that comes in box. Oh, that's um, a good it's, one. It's, it's so really tiny. Bad. It's so tiny. The joy. It just feels way too tight, and I have big hands, um, mm. like big clumsy sausage fingers, <laughs> um, and it doesn't. It doesn't feel good. That that's a similar thing. I don't understand why they couldn't have designed it differently um, to be bigger and more comfortable. It's Nintendo. Um, I have a feeling it was purposely handicapped to make people want to buy the Pro Controller, which, if true, would suck. Um, but I can see that being the case. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't have an honorable mention specifically, but I'm going to say something. <laughs> I'm going to say something as my, as my honorable mention. It's not, this is not my take on the controller as a whole. It's my take on a part of one controller. <laughs> Please do tell. The N64 control stick is way too high. It's too tall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna agree with that. And I and I say that only because I I was traveling for work last week and I was kind of like I had to train that week for another banjo kazooie race I was doing uh, with the, my friends, and I'm like I don't want to I'm falling behind I don't I, I need to train and so I, I played banjo kazooie handheld on my switch on the airplane, and while some of the N64 controls took like to like on the switch took a lot of getting used to. I found that the the height of the control stick made a world of difference when it came to precise platforming. Well, also slipperiness. Exactly. It's too high, yes, but also it's too like wobbly wobbly. Like even newer Nintendo 64 controllers, that joystick never totally felt precise and secure to me in the way that you would want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've since fixed it, but yeah, back then, no. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm also referring to, I mean, the the like the, the Nintendo 64 like Switch Pro controller. For the, I mean that that thing is, I mean, it's basically replicating the original N64 controller exactly, and it's too high on that too. Like they didn't modify it at all. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, uh, preferred. Top- yeah. 
Yeah, let's do all right. Our top number three. Well, um, no, no, I didn't. That was my honorable mention. I didn't do my oh, least, my right. number three least yet. Right. All right, Look here's at me. I'm getting, <laughs> I travel halfway across the world and I'm just ready to skip on through the episode. Don't worry. I'm usually the one that like says one of my picks and then, and then like with <laughs> going to my I'm, next I'm one, waiting, being like, when can I talk? <laughs> or I'll just, or I'll just be like, what's your number two? And you'll be like, I haven't even given you my number three yeah. yet. <laughs> um, my number three is the Sega Genesis Mega Drive three button controller. Mm, that's good. Uh, I have never liked that controller. In fact, I only like one Sega controller that's ever existed. Uh, like, like, like it. I don't hate the six button. I feel like they made it slightly better, but I still don't love it. Like, I just think the general design of this controller is awkward. It's like holding a bean, like, oh, like, it, a, like, a, like a part of a boomerang. It's like a very lazy battering. Yeah. And yeah. I, it never fit well in my hand. And I feel like anyone who says they like it, I, I, I just don't believe them. I mean, there's, the nostalgia can only go so far. I mean, you uh, try using yeah. those controllers now. and I, It sucks. I, I really do not like that controller. The six button is, yeah, slightly better. It didn't make my list, but I, I do not like this controller. I, yeah, I think I have slightly more fondness um, just because I was Stockholm into uh, Genesis controllers by yeah. virtue of being a Genesis kid, but I still fully recognize that they suck. I just got used to them because I didn't know any better. Yeah. Um, yeah, like big clunky. Also, at the same time, being like physically, like mm, aesthetically clunky, yet actually physically flimsy. Uh, Genesis controllers, except for one, kind of always felt flimsy to me. I yeah. Don't know about you? Yes. I I I also felt like Sega Genesis controller. Just, yeah, it felt like really poorly made. Like it was like cardboard housing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They, they just gave away Sonic Two for free, like idiots. <laughs> yeah. Or was it two or one? No, uh, it was one. It was probably one. Yeah. It was one. Um, all right. What is your uh, number three favorite? Okay. So a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this and that's fine. Um, but this is our list and it's mine. Um, so number three, best controller that I've used. Uh, I'm going to say the Pokeball Plus for Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Okay. I have no experience with this. So you'll have to tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, so uh, the idea is you could buy it to play with Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee for, I think, like 90 bucks, um, which is very pricey, uh, but in my mind, worth it. So it's a little Pokeball. Um, it's probably like half the size of the Pokeballs they show in the anime. Um, looks just like it. And you slip a uh, ring attached to a string around, uh, like, affixed to your finger so the Pokeball can kind of dangle um, off the string. And then it's essentially a one-handed controller. So with one hand, you can do everything you need to do in the game. You can walk around, you can you know, select objects, use items, save, etc., cetera, um, all with one hand um, with a very simple button design. So there's a button on the top uh, of the Pokeball that's very like nicely hidden. And then the middle uh, circle is a button and it's also the joystick. And then another button is shaking the Pokeball, uh, which I think is, is very fun. And then you can import your Pokemon into the Pokeball Plus and, you know, walk around with them in real life. I never did that. Um, but by far, the greatest joy of this controller is catching Pokemon. 
Hmm. Um, you actually throw the Pokeball. Um, and sure, it can be a little janky until you get used to it. But once you do, I feel like it has a better success rate than using the Joy-Con, um, like you're supposed to if you don't have the Pokeball. I think the precision is uh, far better uh, once you get used to it, as I said. And just the idea that you were, you can literally throw the Master Ball, throw it at mm-hmm. Mewtwo and catch him. And I feel like such a rush of godlike psychosexual power. <laughs> um, I just, that's why it had to be number three on my list. I mean, I know that's why you play Pokemon in general, because you like to own things and make them fight each other. Yeah. Some uh, of them aren't even animals. I'm playing Legends Arceus again, and they control all of time and space. So. Hmm. I should have seen this coming. I should have seen like a, a very true to Aaron pick of <laughs> yes. your love of Pokemon. My other two are going to be pretty traditional and boring. If, like, if there was a controller that involved you to have to suck in air and spit it out to do things, then you would have picked that because you like like a, little, like a little blow dart controller. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. would that be? Um, so what's, your, what's your honorable mention there? So uh, I, I didn't have necessarily an honorable mention for uh, top controller, but now that I'm thinking about it, I will say uh, the drum controller for the Taiko drum games. Is that what they're called? Oh, not Donkey Konga? Wow. No, you know what? Not Donkey Konga. Um, because they have both, obviously, the drum games, which are amazing. They're also arcade games. Um, but they have RPGs uh, that use the drum as a controller. Um, and people have beaten Dark Souls on it because of what they have. But um, in terms of like actually feeling feedback from a controller, I've never felt as much feedback and control as I did with the drum. Um, just because you hit it, you feel that like vibration through your body. Um, and it just feels good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, my honorable mention is, I, I feel like I thought of a lot of them. I'm going to name two. Um, the Dreamcast controller. Okay. Great controller. And the and only because I think it's too early for me to have a verdict on it, and I'm just gonna say this, then to move on. I'm not gonna linger on it. Is the the PS5 controller? Okay, I don't have enough experience with it, and I'm very curious about having feedback. Um, it's so far, I really like it. I just there's just I have not used it enough for PS5 centric games. I didn't want to judge it on using it for playing PS4 games. Um, yeah. I mean, I played you know some PS5 exclusives with it, and it's and it's great. Um, it's just too early for me to pass judgment on it, and that's all I'll say about that. Um, my number three favorite is the GameCube controller, not the Resident Evil Four uh, Limited Edition Chainsaw GameCube controller. No, I I think everyone just naturally assumed you meant that. Yeah. Uh, I know the Z button placement is awkward. I know it is a weird controller, but, and maybe this is nostalgia talking, but I never ever had a problem with it. I never played a single game when I, where I was like, this is messed up. This controller sucks. Nintendo obviously makes very, like games work very well with their own controller, but even third-party games, I thought playing Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes worked fantastically on the GameCube. I thought playing games like Beautiful Joe and bait and kaidos and things like that it's the gamecube controller is wonderful uh, i think it fits it fits your hands so well i like the like the you know the 
I have, there's a more elegant word for it, but it's, it's slipping my mind. Like just, you know, how the LNR buttons are sensitive to how much pressure you're putting on them. It is, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 also, it's a little nostalgia driven. It really is. Cause that's like the prime of my gaming life. Well, but, also, um, it's extremely aesthetically pleasing. Like yes. it's just a very colorful, bright controller. They could have made all the buttons uniform, but they didn't. They purposely made that big A bright green. They made the B red, the Z purple. And all of that was like of a piece in terms of design. Yeah. Um, and I, the, I think it looks incredible. The C stick is also like the placement of the C stick is great. And like, I don't have tiny hands. I also don't have huge hands. I feel like I have very average size hands and I feel like the game controller is, was perfect for me. And just the, the placement of the D pad, the, the, the joystick was the right like distance from, you know, it's not too tall. Uh, and the C stick also the C stick height and placement is great. It, it's just, they did they did a great job. I, I really like this controller. Would you say that your hands are the Goldilocks of hands? Like they're just right. Because you said they're not too big. Would you? Do you mean not too small? Are you saying that my my hands are the porridge of like the lukewarm they're, the they're, lukewarm porridge of the hands? Porridge, the middle the middle bed, and then the middle softness chair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, all she did in the house was eat porridge, sit in a chair, and then that tired her out enough to where she had to go to sleep. Maybe she was tired when she got there. You don't know what she was up to beforehand. Maybe she we had a busy need, yeah. day. We need Goldilocks origins to really fill in those. Let's get that. Let's get that fanfic. Yes. Maybe not, that's the first thing you could write when you start um, freelance writing, or just you start you pick up your novel. I mean, there's a couple novels of yours that are I've been waiting for patiently for for a decade now. But ah, they're coming. Don't worry. Good. Shall we jump to uh, bottom two? Bottom number two. Yeah, yeah. All right. My bottom number two is the original Xbox controller. Nice. Um, my bottom two. I always hated it. Um, it has been called a cheeseburger or hamburger, um, which is actually a fairly valid description. Mm-hmm. Um, it's way too big and round. Um, just like it's kind of has the opposite problem that the, uh, switch controller has the switch controller you get when you buy the switch. Um, and that your hands are too far apart. Yeah. Um, and it feels like you don't have enough control. Also the memory card slots being in the middle, um, worked on the dreamcast does not work here. And you're talking again, you're talking about the, the really fat one, the Duke, the really the original, the very original. Yes. Newer designs of the original Xbox got better, um, but the very original controller that they came out with, um, terrible. Yes. Uh, Outside that one? um, My thought is that I will save my thoughts. All right. (laughs) All right. Please do so. I mean, there's really not, I'm just going to say it because it's not like, it's not really hiding anything since we only have three on here. It's on my list, but it's not this one. So what it is, oh, it is, it's my number one. Okay. Um, my number two, and that's fine. Because uh, I, I mean, all really have to add to that is just embellishing everything you said. I don't, it, think that, I don't think that anyone was really waiting with bated breath and now feels cheated. No, spoiled your no. I thought about playing games like, well, it's on my list, but I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> It's like, well, okay. Um, yeah, no, awful controller. Uh, I, I I was debating putting it number two and having the one I'm about to say is number one. Um, and I feel like this is 
I, I almost feel bad. And then this is like cheating. And this is why I, I wish I would have thought to put, excuse me, a cell phone like joystick as my like on my list to make this easier. My number two is the Microsoft Connect. Mm, good okay because yeah, tell me more it came out in and i and i had very little experience with it but with the experience i had was atrocious the microsoft connect was a huge failure and their attempts at like any kind of like game control for using like gestures and like movement in general just it it's not the technology wasn't like in its complete infancy it just wasn't fully Fair. formed like it's people are still trying to to you know perfect gesture recognition using cameras and, 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 you know, it's just, it was not a good idea and it failed and they learned their lesson. I think. I think, I mean, like a lot of things in that time period, I think they were just trying to eat the Wii. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, which hey guys, a lot of people have tried it and none have succeeded. Right. I mean, anytime I would get very defensive and anytime people would make fun of the Wii and the Wiimote and such, I would just be like Microsoft connect. Come on. Like, yeah, pretty much. Not really the same thing, but like, come on. Like, Microsoft Connect was a disaster. Yeah. Um, okay, what is your second favorite? My second favorite is the Dreamcast controller. Nice. Yeah, you admit, you mentioned it earlier. Um, the Dreamcast controller, strangely enough, it also features an in-controller uh, memory card feature. Um, but that was implemented well. Didn't ruin the design of the controller or how it felt in your hands. And featured super adorable mini games. Uh, so for those who don't remember, Dreamcast memory cards had a little LCD screen, um, and depending on what game you were playing um, and/or what save files you had in your game, you could have little games on your memory card. Um, I remember, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think. Oh, you could have your little child pets for Sonic Adventure, things like that. Um, also, the controller itself it was a bit larger. Um, probably maybe around the same size as the big fat Xbox controller, but mm-hmm. somehow because of the angles and the fit in your hands, it yeah. didn't feel big. It, it um, fits so much better. It fits so much better. The color, again, aesthetics are great. Um, it had a very simple um, like eggshell color and then, you know, like almost pastel muted colored buttons. Yeah, um, exactly. But, but still very aesthetically appealing. Um, I never felt a lack of precision with that controller playing any of the very, I mean, admitted limited Dreamcast games that even existed. Uh, but I always felt very in control, even though the, the controller itself was a bit large. What do you think about the old Dreamcast controller? I, I like it a lot. I mean, uh, it, I think the reason it didn't make my list, well, I, no, it probably wouldn't have made my list because I think these, you know, the other two that I have next are just to me far and away the best controllers I've ever I've ever played with um maybe just the the, the amount of usage and my like I, I have nostalgia for Dreamcast but not as much as maybe the average gamer from our generation and like I I, I loved my experience playing Dreamcast and I love the controller I just you know I love others more I really don't have anything bad to say about it I thought that like the like the little like mini game element of it is I didn't care about that at all uh, it seemed excessive, even when I was a kid. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was not impressed. It's not a feature I super, you know, regularly use, but it is a feature. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my number two is, I guess, a lot of controllers kind of 
lumped together because very little changes were made um, because I think they did it really well to start. And so I'm just going to put the one that started it and that's the Xbox 360 controller. Um, I was very torn and almost thought about putting this as my number one, but uh, then I realized it's not my number one. There's, there's a clear number one for me. And, but I think the Xbox 360 controller is one of just it's the, the button placement, the way it fits your hand. It's all, very, very, very well designed. I would, you can make an argument to me that there's some objective reason why it's better than what I have as my number one in terms of like specific choices when it comes to button placement. And you could maybe can, you could maybe talk me into it. Maybe it's, it is about personal preference, even though the one may actually have like a, a better button layout in terms of like, hand fatigue and things like that. I haven't looked in any of this kind of stuff. I did minimal research. You didn't read, you didn't read a lot of studies on hand fatigue because <laughs> the, the Xbox 360 controller. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a lot of experience playing with the Xbox 360 controller. I have, I've tried out like the Xbox series elite like controller and that controller is also fantastic. Um, I really don't have a whole lot to say about it other than, yeah, like just the button placement's great. It fits my hand so well. And really the only controller that I think does that better for me personally is the one I have as my number one, which I'll save. Sure. Um, I will say that, uh, as you said, it kind of started it all in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. I think uh, if you look at the pro controller for the Switch, that's very clearly inspired by the Xbox 360 controller. Um, I feel like Nintendo would have gone with the Kugier design for like a pro controller um, had it not been for the template that Xbox laid out. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it looks different, but they're going for the same feeling in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will not add uh, any more specific comments at this time <laughs> for reasons that will become. Oh, clear. I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what is your, I mean, so my least favorite, uh, to, again, to recap, my least favorite, my number th- three was Sega Genesis, Mega Drive, the three button controller specifically. My number two is Microsoft Connect. My number one was the original xbox controller the duke uh what is your least favorite uh so to recap mine was flat joysticks um and then the fat burger xbox controller um my number one true to form um i'm gonna go an arcade game here um and i'm gonna go any fishing arcade game worst (laughs) controller fight me about it it's true all the fishing controller all the fishing games i've played in arcades the controller is the fishing rod yeah but it never gives you the haptic feedback you need and then some of them are just attached by like chains so you feel like you're fishing as a prisoner and you have to catch the fish to like make your quota and maybe that's my own own imagination but i've never once played a fishing game that where i felt like the controller was in any way up to the job of simulating fishing I never did not expect this, which funny is I was at Dave and Buster's yesterday and I oh, played a fishing game and it was, it was not good. It wasn't like put this on my least favorite game controllers uh, bad, but it was bad. I think I've had some very frustrating experiences where I lost money. And I think that's <laughs> where my, my real hatred comes from, but they just, they never feel good. Like I was thinking about uh, adding some favorites from arcade games. Um, Cause I think some are extremely good. Like the Tyco drum 
is technically from an arcade, but um, I also think there's really bad ones that are kind of interesting to talk about, um, but definitely fishing you know, if we, went, if we went down, if I w- it had gone down the arcade game rabbit hole, I mean, I generally, okay, so I have a lot of nostalgia for, for arcade, like brawlers and, and fighting games, like Mortal Kombat or the Simpsons game, the Turtles in Time. I generally really, really hate arcade game controls, like a lot. Yeah. I hate slamming a ti- like a button that's like a centimeter above like a big giant flat surface with those like with the dumb I, I just if, any street fighter game any mortal Kombat, like arcade game controller for for a console or like in an actual arcade i just don't like any of that yeah this may come off as an inflammatory statement i don't mean it to be but if you ever use one of those arcade fighting game controllers for consoles you should be put to death <laughs> saying yeah we, um, yeah, we condone death on this podcast, but only in certain situations. Yeah, I mean, come on, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, what? Okay, well, I guess I know it, but what, what's your number one? My your number favorite? One is the, my number one is the Xbox 360 controller. Nice. Um, between, I thought about the Wiimote, I did, but the only thing that split them for me was one, the 360. 60 controller, as you said, is kind of a template that so many other companies have used. But also, too, with any quote-unquote normal console controller, you can play in bed or in many different positions comfortably. With the Wemo, you just kind of can't. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of what it came down to for me. Um, but specifically, the experience that made me think of this was jumping from playing Dark Souls 2 on the 360 to replaying Scholar of the First Sin on my PlayStation 4 with the PlayStation controller. Um, and what a crazy difference that was. Um, I didn't think it would be, but it took me a lot of getting used to the PlayStation 4 controller to really feel the rhythm in Dark Souls 2 that I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I just, for whatever reason, Dark Souls 2 is the Dark Souls that I finished first. I think it's my favorite. I probably played it more times than any other. Um, and I think part of that was playing with the Xbox 360 controller. Um, I think part of it is how deep and how good the like the L2 and R2 triggers feel. Yeah. Um, like executing, and I know it was primarily done for shooting games because that's kind yep. of what Xbox's niche is. Um, but it felt so good to pull off um, R2 attacks or well, yeah, R2 attacks on the 360 controller. The timing felt great, pairing felt great, um, and I've never been able to translate that experience to a PlayStation controller. Interesting. Okay. Because I, you know, I, I mean, I, I would agree that Xbox kind of is like the, I mean, Microsoft, they figured out the controller early enough and just kind of didn't mess with it for the most part. And for good reason, they kind of, they they nailed it. Um, my, you know, I primarily played xbox for shooting games not entirely but that was kind of what i was i got an xbox for initially and i i loved the trigger buttons for that it was extremely satisfying when it came to other games i didn't it didn't really matter to me i didn't really care as much about that those types of you know triggers or versus others um my number one i mean so I don't think that Sony, I didn't really like their controllers. I mean, it's not, I didn't, I didn't like them. It's just, 
I didn't think their place PS1, PS2, or PS3 controllers were really anything special at all. And while Xbox, at the time Microsoft was kind of nailing it with 360, PS3 was kind of just doing the exact same thing the PS2 did, sort of. But the DualShock 4 for the PlayStation 4 is my favorite controller. I Really? Yes, I love it. And you, I think you and I have talked about this before, and I, I didn't realize that until just now when you mentioned what your favorite one is. Because I think I recall you saying that you were really not a fan of it. And, and part of that was because you thought it just the, the, the Xbox controller was so much better. Yeah, I, ju- I just I truly believe that 360, I, I think you said it, they solved it. Um, I love the PlayStation 4 controller. Um, oh, but, you do love it. OK, so I, I think I thought that you didn't. No, I, I mean, I don't hate it. Like, I, I, I like mm-hmm. it just fine. I think what's different, though, is I think they've stuck very close to their original design. Um, and the PlayStation 1 controller, which it's different now, obviously, but it's it just wasn't really contoured to your hands because they hadn't really figured out controllers or fully figured out gaming yet at that mm-hmm. time. Whereas, um, you know, look at the Nintendo 64 controller. That was more about, like, your hand grip and hand comfort. Um, and then jump to the 360 controller, and that's where like hand comfort is king to me. Yeah. Um, hand comfort is not really king on the PlayStation 4 controller, again, because they really stuck close to those original designs. Mm. And uh, it's kind of like a bar with two like diagonal pipes coming off of it, hmm. which if you think about it, which is like less dy- like less fitting into your hands, I think, than the 360. Interesting. I, I don't know. I... I... I feel find it very comfortable. I don't know what else to say. I, I thought the PS4 controller was the first time I was like at Sony controller really like nailed it. And I, I mentioned like the PS5 is like an honorable mention the PS5 controller. I feel like could potentially be, could end up being my number one. I, I think it, in a way it, it arguably fits your hand better than the PS4 controller, but it's heavier it does feel a lot bigger than the PS4 controller. Maybe you will like that. Um, I think I might actually. The other thing, though, it's very rarely used, but when it is, I want to set my house on fire. Um, anytime you have to use touchscreen controls with the PS4 controller with that middle <laughs> pad, yeah, I, like guys, why? I get it that touchscreens were in, but just what were you thinking that's that's a very fair point and and truly i think that maybe if i was primarily an xbox gamer to this date i would maybe it would have been enough to make me put the xbox controller above the playstation 4 controller i mean it i I, you i can't really i thought i was going to be able to articulate a reason why for me the ps4 controller is better than the the 360 controller and it's i don't think i can really do that i think they're both excellent you could make a good argument as to why the xbox controller is better and so then when i think about it maybe the reason i am putting ps4 as number one is just experience with it and just being very thrilled that playstation finally got it right in my opinion i will say the one while still remaining different yeah and i think what makes it different that could give it a potential advantage is that the um two joysticks are on the same level. Um, whereas most other controllers, yeah. they're on different levels. They're kind yes. of diagonal from each other. Um, that doesn't really necessarily bother me or affect me, but I'm sure for some yeah, games, a lot of people hate people, it. Oh, they hate it. 
okay, so that's a disadvantage. I, so some people hate that. I, I I've never minded it, but um, oh shit, I like had something. Oh yeah, what I will say is that if the Switch Pro controller had the triggers from Xbox 360, it would be on my list. Yeah, I, I would say the Switch Pro controller triggers are terrible. They're bad, but the buttons themselves are great. They are really great. Bumpers are good. Um, just the, those triggers are awful. Yeah. Just like I wonder. I should know this. Like I wonder if like Microsoft has like a patent on those trigger buttons or some shit. Like why? Sure, why yeah, don't sure like do. play? I mean, PlayStation kind of does it, but not quite. Like I don't get it. Um, this controller talk makes me again haptic feedback. Um, how is the haptic feedback Demon Souls? Awesome. I think it's awesome. It's it's gimmicky at times, but I like when you are. I mean, it's, you can do away with it. Like if it, if it wasn't, it's not so great that if it wasn't there, I would be upset. Like it's not going to make the experience 10 times better, but do I, you know, did I get a little rush of joy when I, when the uh, trigger resisted a little bit, when I was pulling a bow back to shoot? Um, Yeah. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. (laughs) I mean, it's probably like a 3d effect on the 3ds. Like Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool, but not necessary. Yeah. That's that's how I describe. It. I mean, if the PS5 controller ends up being one in my top controllers at some point, it's not going to be because of the haptic feedback. It's going to be just because of comfort. Would you say I'm all about haptic feedback? What? Would you say I'm all about haptic feedback? I mean, I really don't know anything else about you. <laughs> I, I know what games you like feedback. by by playing this by, by doing this podcast. All I know is that you like haptic feedback and you won't shut up about it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so do we have anything else to say about controllers? No, I think we're done here. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're finished with the podcast and it's entire. Um, is there anything that we have left to say? Yeah, in I general? guess what we've been playing or doing. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the Grinch, actually. I forgot that we were going to do like a check-in. Well, let's do a check-in and then you can, well, you already brought up the Grinch, so maybe, well, maybe just let it lie. Yeah, I mean, people know what they need to do. Um, the sleeping Grinch's lie. Yeah, as is the saying. Um, I, I like drawing a blank on like my gaming. I mean, I, I've been playing. I played a lot of Banjo Kazooie for a couple weeks because I was training to up my uh, up my speed running game um, from where I was before. I I definitely have improved um, way more than I thought I would. Um, I thought I was going to get smoked by my friends. I made it competitive. I was very happy about that. Um, is, so I play, is there any one thing you would say has improved your game over anything else? Um, coming up with new routes and levels. Mm-hmm. Like I, I almost like literally pulled up a map of a level and kind of just like in my head or with my finger, like drew, like kind of like with my finger, like, all right, then I get that jiggy here and then go to there and get the notes here. And then I would, I ended up creating a word document that I wrote out all my, my uh my routes some of them were inspired by some speed running i saw online and others i did myself because you kind of have to because speedrunners use like glitches and tricks that i don't want to use um and so kind of that makes their whole because their whole run is based off that and so it's like i can't use their run yeah. as like a te- their, their route as like a template um other than that uh gaming wise i feel like i mean i'm probably missing something glaring but i haven't really been playing a whole lot other out of the ordinary other than like binding of isaac i want to get into stardew valley finally 
Okay, um, that's a that's a spicy meatball. Yeah, I I kind of I feel like I need a stress free game. I just haven't started it because I want to start it on a rainy day. I know it sounds weird, but I really want it like I got a summer rainy day, and I want to play Stardew Valley. I'm gonna start my farm. I think there'll be a summer rainy day coming up. I hope so. Um, uh, movie wise, I mean, I since we last recorded, I've I don't know. I saw the second Silent the Hedgehog movie. Um, okay, I have not seen that yet. I I liked it. I think a little more than the first one. It, it the one thing that the Sonic movie does, and the Sonic the third or sorry the second Sonic movie also does, where I think it nails the third act, which is surprising. Um, not that I think these are great movies. I think they're good. Um, sometimes bad with bad moments. But like the second act of the second Sonic movie is not very good at all. But Sonic Two has a lot of really fun homages to the games that really worked on me okay i appreciate that um i watched top gun maverick it's Uh, as good as they say okay and the other movie i'll plug is a movie called llamageddon it it is a exactly what it sounds like it is it is a low budget horror movie that managed to surprise me with how low budget it was like I thought I've seen low budget horror movies that are like they know they're bad, but they're trying to make a competent movie despite the bad budget and the horrible effects. You know, they're like movies that kind of simultaneously they 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 deal with the budget they have, but they kind of they they own they own it up. They own up to the yeah. kind of movie they're trying to make. Yeah. This movie is really bad and does like things that it's it's like it's almost like a meta it's meta but not meta and i and i almost hate to say that because usually the word meta makes me cringe um it, it's just it's so it's so bad like a, an example i'll give you is that there is a character who there's like a part most of the movie takes place around like a party and a llama's just killing off the, the teens at the party and what, there's one character who is, I mean, everyone's bad at acting, just horrible. And he shows up in a different shirt all of a sudden. He didn't go anywhere. They just like, he's on the couch and it cuts away to some other people. And then it cuts back to them, like drinking on the couch and he's got a different shirt on. And you're like, ah, oh, they messed that up. But continuity error. And then it happens again. And then it happens again. And it happens again and again and again. And you realize, <laughs> oh, okay. They're just purposely changing his shirt every time you see him. <laughs> And so there's a little, there's a lot of things like that. Um, okay. It's, I, I think it's a very entertaining, horrible movie. I won't, I can't say that I want to watch it again, but let me just say it. It's way better than cats. Well, I'm again. All right. Two animal themed movies. Like I would give it, like Pokemon. I would give it uh, one star out of five, um, but I was very entertained by it. I would give cats zero stars out of five. Yeah. I was waiting for that. The big old, the big old goose egg. <laughs> and I would put Batman and Robin between those at one half star out of five. That's fair. That's fair enough. We're not doing quarters. Uh, I, that's too much stress for me. I'm trying to get stress out of my life. Hence Stardew Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should just move to Guatemala. <laughs> well, um, you need neighbors? I'm, yeah. Um, I've been playing the aforementioned Pixel Remaster in Final Fantasy IV. Uh, I do think there are some like really nice touches. Uh, the pixel work looks incredible. Um, the backgrounds look very good. Uh, they they look hand drawn, like hand painted. 
Um, but they're not so overly realistic to clash with the pixel characters. Um, okay. Which some of the Final Fantasy remasters have done that, and it doesn't look good. Um, like, it almost has... I feel like the Octopath people must have, like, touched stuff up on this. Because there's very Octopath-like, like, the water is, very, is like, reflective and, like, ripples. And then torches are, like, actual little flame, um, like, renders. Um, so it, it has an Octopath feel to it, which is hmm. nice. Um, and then Final Fantasy IV is just fun. It's fun and it's breezy and it has the, like, simplest story in the series. Um, but, yeah, I like it. I've also I, been... I um, need to play that. I've never I've never played that one. You've recommended it before and I really need to get around. I need to play never, 4 and 5. I've, I've played 3. I've played, like, a little bit of 2 and played all of 3. I've never played 4 or 5. 4 is great. Um, 4 is great. It's pretty cliche. It's like it's like the Dragon Quest of Final Fantasy games. Is it a short game? Is it like short relative to other Final Fantasies? Like a 30 hour game or shorter? It's Yeah, I would say it's 30 hours. Okay. Um, yeah, I would. it's like the Dragon Quest of Final Fantasy. Um, it's, everything's very stock standard, but it's, it's very well done. Um, and then in terms of Switch, uh, because again, my PlayStation 4 is somewhere either on a boat or on the Atlantic right now. With pirates. With pirates, or perhaps with Megatron deep in an underwater trench. <laughs> um, I think that's the second time I've referenced Megatron being trapped in an underwater trench in this podcast. I don't know why. I just associate Megatron with underwater trench. It's what's on your mind. You can't it's help really it. It really is. Um, but I, I, since now I have more time on my hands, I've dedicated myself to beating games that um, I've been kind of uh, milling, milling about with. Yeah, I'll so believe that when I see it. Oh, well, <laughs> get ready for this. I, I'm excited. Kirby, I beat Kirby in the Forgotten Land, um, which wasn't a super huge challenge, but I have been kind of putting putting it off. Uh, but I sat down and beat it, and it is delightful. I love Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I think everyone should play it. It's definitely like a 9 out of 10. Um, then I beat Skyward Sword for Switch, uh, which was quite the slog. Uh, such a you. slog such a slog once you get the master sword completed it feels like the game should end and it will just not let you end it yep um but i finished it finally um which was again real slog not super fun. congrats now you can never play it again like me yep exactly um and then the other one that i'm uh, um well maybe be tonight i'm very ho-hum about it is mario and rabbits um i'm on the second to last battle um, and it's just really, really, really difficult. Hmm. And you can't you can't grind in that game um, because you do one battle once and it's over. Right. Um, so yeah, I may or may not beat that, but I got to the end of the game, so I think that's good enough for me. And then um, after that, I'm going to tackle finishing Pokemon Legends Arceus because I'm almost done with that one as well. Oh, that that is okay. So you know what I told you before we started recording that I there were other things I wanted to tell you, like thoughts I had been storing up to unleash on you once you got settled oh, in Guatemala. Yes, Here is here's this is a big one, and I'm gonna reveal it to you now okay. live in front of all these people, oh, <laughs> in, fr- in front or yeah. recorded in front of this one person. I was gonna um, say all all two people listening. Yeah, and that's generous too. Um, I think I'm maybe i'm not gonna commit to it maybe gonna get the next pokemon game and what won me over is two things number one actually just one thing the the starting pokemon they're great 
They are, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a Pokemon guy. Like, I mean, I really like the idea of Pokemon more than I like committing my time to playing the millions of Pokemon games that exist. Um, but I, I followed like, you know, the starting Pokemon in each game. So I think I, you know, I can appreciate uh, good starting Pokemon, good quality. And I know what looks cute and what doesn't to me. And I think that these might be my favorite starting Pokemon uh, since the originals. Who, uh, who's your starter? Have you picked one? I don't. I, well, I, I'm going to go with the uh, the uh, water. I don't yeah, forget. What, I, for, I forgot what the name. The, yeah, that is just the cutest damn. I mean, frankly, I mean, I think they're they're all three are great, but the cat one does the least for me of the three. The little volcano crocodile doesn't use for me. Still very cute. Um, definitely Quaxley. I do like the little Sprinkatito. Well, can I say? Can I tell you something about the games that's going to blow your mind? Yeah, you've seen the legendary Pokemon. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should pull. You should pull them up right now. Okay. So like legendaries, Violet and Scarlet. All right. Okay, you're looking at them. Yes. Okay. Can I tell you something? A theory that I read that it must be true that will blow your mind. That they're the exact same. No. no. That they're both transform. They both transform into motorcycles. <laughs> now look at them. Look at them again. They both <laughs> fucking transform into motorcycles. They do. And that theory is supported by the fact that the region it's based on is Spain, and Spain is close to Monaco, and Monaco <laughs> is famous for racing. They're, they are motorcycles, I am telling you. <laughs> and I think the gimmick of the game is Pokemon becoming motorcycles. And I'm not joking. I'm serious. <laughs> Uh, I can't, I don't know what I'm seeing. Do you see what I'm no, seeing? No, I, I know exactly what you're seeing. Um, I, I just, I just Googled this. Um, it said, what's it? What, what are their names? Cor, Coradon? I, I don't know. So it says Coradon is based on the American Indian motorcycle brand. Hence the feathery headpiece and tail feathers along with the style of bike they're based on. This is on uh, Reddit, Pokemon, Scarlet, Violet. Did not see that. Uh, that seems like it possibly was just made up. I don't know. I, I mean, clearly this person's kind of on the same wavelength as you. And then there's, or here's another one of basically like a Pokemon trader riding one of them in motorcycle form um, to mimic the Akira art. Okay, I like that. <laughs> okay, well, I hope that this is a this is a true thing. I think it is. I think they're fucking motorcycles. And I think you ride motorcycles out of Pokemon. All right. Well, I guess I'll have that to look forward to. That and, you know, I mean, you know, if Pokemon added like a life sim element where you could like go on dates with Nurse Joy or one of the professors uh, and, you know, obviously made your character slightly older. So that wouldn't be creepy. Um, I think I'd like Pokemon more. What if they just made all the other characters way younger? So it was a world populated by no one older than 15. <laughs> I don't want to do a dating sim if, if it's like 15 year olds. What if after the age of 15, you're put to death? <laughs> and that's in the Pokemon <laughs> It sounds like kind of like theories we had, like fan theories for the Pokemon trading card game. Uh, 
just like this fucked oh, up world man. where there's an <laughs> island of Pokemon trading card people. Pokemon uh, also, how did you not just call me out for the when I said I didn't want to play a game with like a dating sim with 15 year olds? I mean, that's basically what Persona is, except they're like 16 year olds instead. Yeah, yeah, but Pokemon is so much more wholesome. The Persona yeah. kids like are unwholesome. Yeah, they're a bunch of like unholy, uh, terrible children who are. I mean, I bet none of them believe in Christ. <laughs> Uh, I think I think that's very true because I think that like a lot of characters are confu- confirmed like Zen Buddhists so in the games. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right, are we done here? Yeah, we're done here.